boys are very nice. Podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni. And I'm Manny. And today, we have another very special guest, all the way from the Holy Land of Israel, Jaden. Hi, guys. <laughs> so Jaden actually listens to the podcast. He's like one of our actual like loyal listeners, so we really appreciate you, Jaden. He oh, listens to him like... Time, how many How many episodes have you listened to? Probably more than 15. Nice. Yeah, I got a long walk to school, so... Uh, oh, yeah, he listens to <laughs> the best thing I got, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he lives in Israel. He grew up here in Denver. I've known him since, how old were we, like two? Yeah, probably pre-K. It's funny, we kind of switched places, because I was born in Israel, then I moved here, and then I moved here, met Jaden, and then he moved to Israel. To Israel, yeah. So, time, now we're both citizens. High five. Let's go. Manny is not. No, <laughs> Jaden, I've been wondering, you're pretty, you're pretty religious, right? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Are you allowed to touch women? Uh, well, it's more of like a... Uh, now that I'm 18, my mom's like, you know, do whatever you want. Um, but I'm not that like orthodox religious or whatever. I do my, uh, I kind of do my own thing. You can put your schnitzel where you want it. Mm. I, mean. <laughs> I can, uh, I can yeah, put my schnitzel in the lava. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a common saying? No, in Israel, because that's actually genius. That makes a lot of sense. It does, yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that like a common thing to refer to something as a? As a, as your, a I guess, your penis as schnitzel? I guess you could. More uh, little kids refer to schnitzel, yeah, is that way. Oh, God. Yeah. That could get a little confusing. It can, yeah. Because what if they just want some actual schnitzel? Oh. When you define a schnitzel. schnitzel. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. I actually got some good schnitzel upstairs in my refrigerator. Oh, uh, okay. No, yeah, they're actually severed penises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, so... Uh, when did you move to Israel exactly? I moved in the summer of 2015, going into seventh grade. Yeah, and you like redid that. I that redid grade. sixth grade to learn Hebrew. Yeah. Um, so how was that? Yeah. How was that? My my Hebrews, I can I can communicate and I can understand, but uh, it was it was a culture shock. Definitely. Because like, it was it was it was I was going to sixth grade, and sixth grade there is still uh, elementary school. Yeah. So. It was just like playground was a war every day. Like every, like every recess was just, especially being the one American kid. It was uh, there's some crazy stories. Yeah, tell, uh, yeah. tell us. Yeah, give give us some examples. Um, okay, so there's this class called Shelach, and it's basically where you uh, learn about uh, Israel, like at the land and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I we were sitting there watching some film. This was in seventh grade, actually. So the year after. Okay. And I, I was just sitting there, and suddenly I just feel like this warm something on my arm. I looked over, <laughs> some kid just came up and just started biting my arm. Just biting? Yeah, he just full on bite. This was seventh grade. This isn't like for first why? thing. You just said, I don't know. I want you. Really looked really. T- you looked like a schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't seen and, a, a, an American boy probably in yeah, a while. No. <laughs> That was They're like I wonder what the American taste like. That was one of my welcome to Israel moments. Yeah, <laughs> that's like seventh grade. Like I was like I was like pretty mature at that point. Like not like you're not, you're not going around biting people. I'm not biting people. Yeah. I was also like in a military school in seventh grade. So. That's true. I was like chinning people. It's like you would go up to them. Oh yeah, and that's, yeah. Terrible. that's not take your hand. Thing. You don't think it's bad? 
Oh, I thought you meant like where you, <laughs> no, no, you yeah. go behind someone and just go like that. No, no, like, you take your no, hand and, and you, you rub like, their chin. Yeah, really you like hard. really oh. hard. It's like a nuggy, but like on your chin. It's okay. pretty bad, actually. I did not enjoy it when I came back to <laughs> the Jewish day school in eighth grade. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. Though. I think Jaden doesn't give himself enough credit for knowing Hebrew because when I see him speak, I'm like, oh, this dude's fluent. But apparently, your friends are like, you speak like a fourth grader. Yes, right? <laughs> I, my grammar is just terrible but like, a fluent fourth grader like that's a whole israeli child that you're being compared that's, to that's true yeah that's impressive I do this. so i mean a lot of work yeah yeah that's tough but um so he's our age he turned 18 july 4th actually very mm-hmm. american uh but they like it kind of sucks because when you're in america like your your birthday is like a big ass celebration day yeah but in israel it's like i instead of fireworks i get uh, rockets from hamas <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Not the same, but similar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty cool in the air, especially when the iron domes come. Yeah, and the booms are still fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm curious because I I've been lucky enough to where like every time I go to Israel, which is usually in the summer, like I don't have to like do a rocket drill and like go into a bomb shelter. But like, is the sound similar to that of fireworks? How would you compare the similarity? I I would compare it to sound fireworks. I mean, at the end of the day, they're both explosives. But like, I it really freaked me out because um, I it sounded like someone was closing our trash bin really hard. So the whole time I was in there, I was like, what if someone's just fucking with the whole neighborhood and just <laughs> closing their trash bins really hard? Dude, like Israeli Nelk boys, they like oh fuck around. Like, let's pretend we're Hamas and then just get shot yeah. by. They just get shot by the IDF. On accident. Yeah, no. End of their channel. Yeah, no, that would, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. So, like, what was it like, like, first rocket um, attack? You had, how like, old were you? Yeah, how... Okay, so there was... What well, what happened recently was probably my first real one, I guess. We've had a couple, but they, like, flew over Rehovot. I guess they don't really know where so... it is on the map. Because literally, they were hitting everywhere around Rehovot. <laughs> Like nobody, nobody like, comes to Hobo, not even the Rockets. It's like a, it's like a. Would you consider it like kind of like a suburb, kind of of Israel? Like, it's it's a, it's a residential. It's a very city. small city. Yeah. Yeah, it's borderline because we've got it, it. There's stuff there, but like it's it, just like there's stuff homes. there and there's not stuff there. Yeah, it's mostly just homes. Is there a reason why your family decided to live there versus the kibbutz or Tel Aviv? So we didn't really want. Well, Tel Aviv's like it's like. It's almost the equivalent of moving to New York, so it's like yeah, just it's like crazy expensive. every day. Yeah, <laughs> um, kibbutz was a little bit too isolated. Um, my dad wanted more kind of a city, and then they also wanted so a lot of the American cities like Modine, Ranana, um, even Jerusalem. Uh, I realized a couple of years later that a lot of kids there like still struggle with Hebrew, even being there for so many years. Oh, like American kids, like yeah, because they were literally there's it was almost like going to a school in America, it was like English, it's like a day. little bubble, yeah, exactly. Oh, really? So, oh. my parents were like, We don't want no, like, we're gonna so immerse you, we're gonna exactly. stick you in the fucking pool, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or <laughs> in the Israelis' yeah. teeth, you know, yeah, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> so, they wanted like more of a, a balance because there was still like there's still Americans there, but uh, it was I got to still go to like an Israeli school, and you know, because that's, that's cool. the best way to learn a language, my opinion, is being. Uh, exposed to it every day, just hearing it and talking it and learning it. I know, I, like, my Hebrew gets better when I go to Israel. Yeah. I'm trying to... Ken. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So, but what's like the number one difference between school in Israel compared to school in America? I don't remember school too much here. Um, Damn, really? I went to was that dot and then oh true, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would say just the amount of things you can get away with. <laughs> you can get away with more here or, or more more, there. more there? Oh yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Like, um, hold on. We uh, we. There was this one day where we, for some reason, all walked out of a class for no reason. Everybody's just You like, went on strike? Yeah, we, we went on strike we're done for with something. This bullshit. <laughs> and, and literally, we were just chilling outside. We didn't get a talk or nothing. Like, they sent, like, the scariest teacher, and we were back in the class within five minutes. <laughs> but, like, I feel like if that happened here, there would be, like, a whole meeting, and then, uh, you know, they would come talk to you. Why would you do this? Break it down kind of thing, no? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all I know is our teachers went on strike like sophomore year because they didn't get paid enough. I don't know if that's a problem in Israel, but <laughs> no, we actually really... had a couple walkouts for like political stuff. Right. But like our school's like really like chill. Like we're like in the city, so it's like right, yeah. like liberal. They let us do that. My school's pretty anal, actually. Oh, very. Yeah, Manny goes to you know Kent. Uh, it's a like private a private. School. I went to Kent. Yeah, went to Kent. yeah. So yeah, th- a few years ago there was a bunch of like protests regarding gun reform so i know yoni's school had a big walkout and they went to the capitol and protested yeah and kids at my school want to do something so the school made a program of like a quote-unquote walkout but like it was planned by the school i was no at the end of the day like our minutes the administration like was coordinating with us Right, but the difference here is they were like, this is what we're doing. You don't have a choice. Yeah, like, we kind of, like, said we're going to do this, and the administration was like, okay, we'll, like, walk you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody's going to stop us. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what was I going to say? Yeah, if you guys don't know this, like, I love Israel, but Israeli kids are fucking menaces, bro. All like, they're so misbehaved. Like, wouldn't oh, you say? Yeah. I, we were at how, the- how, how are the Israeli uh, females? <laughs> how are the Israeli females? Well... <laughs> I, I Are they as annoying there. as American Jewish girls? <laughs> no shit. I can say that. Um, they, you know, <laughs> the one year I went to school with them was in sixth grade because I'm in an all boys school now. Oh yeah, not a that's a tragedy. Yeah, it's very <laughs> much tragedy. A, tragedy. Uh, a decision I regret every day when I walk into school now. But the one year I was at one, I guess I wasn't. I, they were kind of intrigued by me on the first couple days. Yeah, I was going to say. But after that, they just kind of ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, no, I'm not a they, good boy. They, gave, they could not, they they had no uh, English, so they could not communicate with me. So they're just like, we'll just. They just laughed at you. Exactly, yeah. So they, they're like, oh. They said something, they laughed, and I was yeah. saying, what just happened? Like, that's what, ha- you know, Aiden, we've had on the podcast twice, doesn't know much Hebrew at all. And, you know, like, if you try to, like, like, flirt with an Israeli girl on the beach or something that, you know, it was just funny watching that interaction. Oh, well, trying, yeah. And like the, if the girl doesn't know Hebrew, it's just funny. Or just like any of the guys on our trip. It was funny because <laughs> when we were in Israel, some guys occasionally would go up and be like, oh, that girl's cute. I'm going to go talk to her. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, she was like 14. <laughs> so. Oh, that is one thing. They, they are, they look old and the young ones too. They really do. So like, my no, no, shit. <laughs> no one did anything wrong. Yeah. They just asked the age, and they're like, oh. Yeah, like, what's, you know, we're all 18, we, we peace out of there. We're and Yoni and I didn't ask the Good age, because we, we don't care enough. And, and I have a girlfriend also. Yeah, and, like, I didn't really bother to do that, but some guys did. <laughs> I had a, it's funny. I had a friend come home uh, on the bus from school one day, 
uh, and he goes to a different school than me. He was, uh, he said, uh, he finally looked up and there's like a group of like five girls or whatever. Uh, and they started asking him questions like, oh, what school are you at? Because they were at the school like right next to him. It's uh-huh. like kind of connected schools, but not really. Uh, and they started asking him like, how old are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then they like laugh and run away, you know? So it's yeah. like nice. And then one boldly comes up and like, you know, asks for his Instagram and shit. <laughs> and then he came back. We how, hung out. how old was your friend? He's he's my age, so he's he's almost eighteen. Okay. And he uh, comes back. And he's like, "Yo, I met these girls on the bus. I'm like, this is really cute." One, blah blah. blah. I was like, "Show me Instagram." We opened Instagram. She like twelve. <laughs> two thousand seven. When she was <laughs> my sister was born in two thousand seven. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro. Yeah, dude, that's... it's so weird. Like, I'm teaching kids at like this code sense at uh, Code Ninja's place. And they're like nine, right? They were born like in 2012. Oh my god! I remember like 2012, like being like like a child that like remembered things. Like yeah, I was, you know, like at that point I was almost ten. That's nuts. Yeah, I'm double there. It's so weird. Yoni, um, actually, like, not speaking even of Code Ninjas, Abigail met one of your coworkers who goes to East. No- Oh, which one? Ryan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. I don't think he listens to the podcast. Shout out, shout out Ryan. Shout out Abigail for making the connection. Because he was like, yeah, I do this uh, code ninja thing. She was like, wait, what? this is a long shot, but do you know Yoni? And yeah, and he did. Of course. Um, me and him are the longest tenured uh, senseis there. We're like the... <laughs> do you really do you go by senseis? That's, yeah, that's our job title. <laughs> The small world. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're teachers, but yeah. it's like ninja themed. I didn't make that up. So, Jaden, something I've been wondering a lot about is, obviously, in Israel, once you turn eighteen, you have to do service. Yeah. So, so if you guys don't know, because he, because he, just a little note, because he redid seventh grade. He's eighteen. He's our age, but he's a in the grade below us, so he's going to be a senior. Right. So, mm-hmm. what's your plan for after your? You graduate. So this year is really where you um, have a bunch of meetings with the army. They offer you like a bunch of things, and you figure out uh, what job you're gonna do, um, and that determines uh, when you enlist. So what a lot of people do is they um, they take a almost like a gap year before yeah. uh, the army to help them prepare, uh, I guess physically and mentally uh, for it. So they go to like it's almost like a, it's not really like a school, but they go to learn. There's like there's a like a million different ones, but oh, really? there's just like programs for one year, for physical stuff, mental stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, I did not know that existed. So do, do you know what you want? So I actually don't want to do it. I want to go. You don't have to do it. It's optional. Right, right, right. Um, I end up wanting to go straight to the army. Um, cause like cause this is an alpha. Not only no that is that. Be great. <laughs> I, I'm already a year older than okay. than a lot of people. I'm gonna be uh, enlisting with. So if I you did it, yeah. I'd be going to the army when I'm 20. Essentially, yeah, yeah, it'd be like you know how a lot of lone soldiers go and they're like 24 and they're with a bunch of 18 yeah. year olds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, high school. Yeah, that's no, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, so I chose. I want. I'm choosing to uh, go immediately. And do you know what you want to do there? Um, so. I do. I want to do combat. I got uh, the best me- when you there's a uh, four scores that they score you by, uh, physical, um, a uh, a knowledge one, kind of like an IQ. Uh, one that's called Kaba. It's kind of it's kind of messed up actually. 
uh, like your background, your background, where you come from. Like they even look into your economics, your family's economic really? situation. Is yeah. it better to be rich or poor? Good question. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe it depends on the thing. I, I, I assume it's better just to come from a better, like a good home, you know. Yeah, if your right, home's like, broken, you, you broke, probably already have some. Or it yeah. means that you can just go ham in the field because, like, you have no <laughs> regard for human life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they send them straight to combat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the last one is Hebrew. Um, I Ooh. got pretty good scores. Uh, Even for Hebrew? I, so if you don't, <laughs> he was like, I got a six. I just passed it. If I didn't pass it, I would have to do two months of Ulpan, which would. Sucked, yeah. But then he would have been better at Hebrew. Yeah, but <laughs> I just want to get started. Um, and then, so basically for the physical one, I got a 97, which is the highest. Um, I've heard two reasons why you can't get 100. The first is because, uh, the more uh, Jewish one, I guess, is because no one's perfect, only God or whatever. Yeah. And the second one, one is uh, all everybody in the Israeli army is Jewish, so we all get our uh, schnitzels clipped when we're young. And that supposedly uh, takes off three points. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Druze? What about the Druze, sir? I, I, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> they can get 100. They can they they get 100. Yeah. Um, so anybody above a 72 for the physical, they send them to the combat or whatever. So you're way above that. Yes. You're so, like, most likely you're going to be in combat. Um, there is something, it's called uh, the unit I'm looking at, who I was actually in contact with the guy who was in it, is called uh, Tzilum Kravi. Uh, it's basically combat photographer. So you basically go on all these missions um, oh. with a camera too. Right, is, cool? it, is it like a scout thing or or is it more just like, <laughs> like is PR. it like propaganda? I want to call it propaganda. I mean, it's it's pro- not all prop- Does propaganda have a negative connotation? Yes. Mostly, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's like fine. PR. Showing so, yeah, a certain our PR, narrative. Because our PR game is just ass ah, horrible <laughs> like yeah that's true it's really bad especially so, the idf exactly so being i think we're like fucking <laughs> the nazis exactly uh, anyways yeah um so I, I i was like i i love doing photography already if i can make this into something that's you know really meaningful and that could actually help a lot I'll, I'll try to get into it you know yeah when you first told me about it i'm like that's a dope ass job because like think about this i think first thing i think of is like all the world war ii footage like we wouldn't have that without the oh yeah no, field photographers brave. right so yeah. like it's just cool to get footage of that and also like maybe we'll see some of Jaden's clips on the idf instagram that'd be pretty crazy yeah that'd be pretty that's a cool job but you also do like videography yeah oh, uh, I, I think it's like a mix of the both kind of yeah that's sick and plus that way you don't have to like kill anyone <laughs> Yeah, yeah they well, actually still give you a gun though. Well, yeah, well, that makes sense in case yeah. like you're going on missions. Hopefully, you don't have to kill anyone. <laughs> yeah, the guy I was talking. You're not to, the first guy to do it, you know. <laughs> yes. uh, the guy I was talking to, he's like, it's actually like one of the most important parts of training, where they teach you when to pick up your gun and then when to pick up your camera. Right, because it's like you're kind. Yeah. That's like hard. That's like multitasking. Like, imagine, like, imagine like jumbling, like you're, you're juggling a bunch of. You're things. in a house and like you're being attacked and but like you, you're trying you to get jump, the good clips. You jump out the window and you. And you jump out again, down, boom, 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 down, up again, because it's like up again, boom, 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 because you want to get the good clip. Like you're in a war zone, but like trying to like capture it. Yeah, no. So you got to be like safe flash and also on, like flash on. It's risky. <laughs> no, you everybody's need that like night stay dark. The camera. <laughs> and just one more with the camera. Just... <laughs> it's like, it's like, you like, know I'm gonna get made fun of too because I'm American. Just fucking American. <laughs> Dude, you're like on the border of Lebanon, like a super stealth mission. Like you're on, you're in the trench, and then you just hear like, a- and you have eyes on the enemy, <laughs> and you're like, everybody, like, 
like lights off, lights yeah, off. So just, everybody turns off their shit. And then, and then he's like, ding, ding, and that's just a <laughs> massive flash. And then the herbs are like, what the fuck is going on? His bullets like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking American. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, yeah. That'd be really funny. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. You wouldn't fuck it up. I, I would have faith in you. I, I would too. Yeah. But yeah, that sounds like a sick job. I mean, would that like, so how long do you have to serve now? Did they shorten it to like they shortened two and a half? it to two and a half years? Yeah, for men, right? Yeah. Oh, what? It used to be three and a half for now. Two and a half. Like two, three, eight months. Yeah. What uh, is it for women too? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, it's interesting. When I was in Israel, something maybe this you tell me if I'm right, but something I kind of learned a lot about is increasingly more and more young people just don't want to serve. Oh yeah. Because like there's just more individualism and less nationalism. I have been. I actually who's I was talking That's to someone about that recently, and it was like only like I think fifty percent of the people wanted to serve this year. Like out of the people, uh, yeah, all the high schoolers graduating. I was like, "That's pretty bad." Like, it's like, it's interesting because you see like the American army and any everyone who's enlisted like like voluntarily enlisted, but like right. in Israel, it's just. There's, like, a couple other countries that do that, but, like, Israel does it because, like, they just physically don't have that many people. But, like, it's a mandated army, so, like, you'll run into a lot of people who are in the army who are just, like, half-assing it because they're, like... I'm ready to leave. Yeah, and, like, they don't have, like, an important job. Seriously, And they're just, like, three years, like, or two and a half that I just kind of have to, like, get through and then move on with my life. Like, it's not, like, a step in their life. They just see it as something like, like, come on. Yeah. Like, it's annoying because it's mandated. It's, like, a lot of people... They just don't want to serve, like... Maybe they don't believe in... Not Also, yeah, they don't believe in it, too, which is a increase. That's another thing, too, yeah. Especially among young people, so... We'll see how that goes, but yeah. yeah. It's interesting, because they already exempt, like, the religious people, mm-hmm. the Arab population. They even, like, get rid of people who, like, will not show up. Like, if you, like, go to the... They, they track you down. You have to... Uh, they send you three uh, letters at the beginning, and, like, if you don't respond to any and do that like they'll they will come arrest you it's like <laughs> yeah. crazy yeah really yeah, yeah it's like it's like a draft but just like all the time it's just like normal <laughs> yeah That's uh, yeah but like what if you get there and you just purposely like fuck up everything like will they just be like you're just so useless yeah they'd probably arrest you for that too what do you mean like, like they purposely the way like, fuck our up. the way our army functions it should not work i know right <laughs> it's like apparently it's like really bad it's, it's like it's very this book too relaxed that my mom read it's called the crybaby brigade <laughs> and it's about this like this boston kid who comes a uh i'm going to boston yeah he he, he uh <laughs> he, he comes to volunteer in the israeli army as a lone soldier and he's just like the whole t- he's there's like so an example of one story is like he was i think he was either like counting ammo in a tent or whatever and there was just like you know there's ammunition everywhere grenades and stuff and one israeli kids like playing with matches like what? next to all that ammunition so basically he went like he keeps wanting like, to serve and he was served with a bunch of idiots yeah exactly and he kept like throwing the uh the matches like into a box of grenades <laughs> what <laughs> that's a, that's another thing too because like you have, um, I just remember, like, we met a lone soldier in Israel named Evan, Aiden's good family friend, and, like, he's 22, right? Or he was when he joined, and then, like, the age disparity, like, most of the Israeli boys are, like, 18. Yeah, and he's, like, they're all so immature. They're, like, immature, and, like, they just, like, don't, like, a lot of them don't want to be there. So, like, being a, an alone soldier, like, you, like, voluntarily, not, it's not just even, like, enlisting in the American army, like, you fly across the sea to fight for another, fight for another country you haven't lived in with a totally different language, like, 
that's a huge commitment. Like you really wanted to do that. And then you're for the most part, unless you're one of those people, other people we met. Sorry, continue. And, Oh yeah, like the European people. <laughs> yeah, we met some like Europeans. Like, yeah, my parents sent me. <laughs> they like made Aliyah. Really? They're not from Israel, but yeah, so they're interesting. But like, uh, most American lone soldiers are like that. Right. And then you're just with a bunch of people who don't want to be there. It's like insulting, at, to a certain extent. Yeah, totally. You yeah, know, like, but <laughs> more and more like wars, obviously more digitized and like based off machines. So who yeah. knows? Maybe in fifty years they won't need, need as many people. Yeah, they probably won't. I mean, think about, obviously, to an extent, people will always be used, right? Yeah. But, like, would you rather have, like, a million people or, like, a thousand people in advanced technology? Like, Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like a drone. Yeah, so, that's interesting. And do you think, like, a lot of them, although they go into it, like, super immature, because obviously they're right at high school, 18, yeah, legally drink now, you know, it, it do end up coming out slight like more mature because right, they've right. had definitely such serious responsibility and they've seen shit maybe right yeah. obviously that um a lot of them also come out f- figuring out what and knowing what they want to do too nothing like some drama <laughs> to boost the <laughs> to boost, boost the morale motivation. yeah uh yeah they definitely come out probably more mature than kids who graduate from high school in america and then go through college definitely because yeah. like I, college you do mature through college but like it's a, a lot more relaxed. Well, you know, <laughs> a lot of people say, like, a lot of people go into college thinking, like, I'm in the U.S., I'm an adult now, but it's not really true. You still it's have a system built around you, you know. And, like, most likely, you're not paying for your entire college. You're, you you know, like, housing is given to you at least, like, freshman exactly. year usually. You're not, you don't really start adulthood until you graduate that. But if you're in the Army and you're given a gun and you're, like, <laughs> put your life on the line... You, yeah, your childhood's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this, mentioned this on a podcast, but it was on our C to C hike, and uh, me and Daniel were like going up. Uh, it was that night to like brush our teeth in the fountain area on the campsite, and we just stumble upon this like Sayeric Olani, which is like a pretty uh, elite unit in the IDF that they're like doing like some night training, and they're all like geared up, and we're like making conversation with these guys because they haven't left yet. They're like, "How old are you guys?" They're like nineteen. I'm like, "I'm gonna be 19 Like. Yeah, and like less than a year. Oh my god! I'm like, I will not be doing that. Yeah, but a lot of them look like super old too. Like, like right? Men. They could like get older, bro. I don't. Look, I don't look like that. And I'm terrified. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you got another year. I had another year. I talked to my grandpa yesterday. Say so he supposedly started growing in college. So Dennis Rodman grew like eight inches. CJ McCollum is your grandpa tall? He's. I think he's like. 5'10", 5'11", so oh, up there. How, but not how, like tall, crazy. how tall is your dad? He's above 6'1". say he's 6'1 on a good day, but he's yeah. more than 6. It's like your dad's really tall, but your mom's really short. So right. like, so cancel- like, yeah, it cancels it out. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yoni's tall. I am. I grew in Israel. Yoni, will you be a sperm donor? Like <laughs> Maybe. Um, One of my friends is the product of a sperm donor. Really? Yeah, because his mom's, his mom's are lesbian, so like... Does, does he know who his like biological father no, is? No, but he's a very handsome guy and smart. And shout out to and <laughs> which which mom had him? Like, you know what I'm saying? How did they decide? Well, okay, so it's crazy life story. I don't want to get too much into their personal lives, but like, I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure because he had a another mom, but then they divorced, and then he, his mom that he went with to Denver because he used to live in Georgia married another woman. So it's confusing. I don't so know how got, the original like, people decided. So he's got three moms? 
Kind of. So yeah. my question is, unless, unless, the, unless the other one this is would, dating another This would be one, the crazy thing. Because only one of them is his biological mother. I know, so what if he went and moved with his non-biological I think he went with his biological Which makes mother. sense. Which yeah. makes I sense. guess. Yeah, okay. imagine like getting divorced and be like, I love him too. He's like, he's mine. We use my egg, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, what if, what if like two women wanted kids together because they were married? Yeah. So what, they could get pregnant at the same time. They could. And then if they want their kids to be siblings, they just have to use the same sperm donor. So then that way they're half-siblings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they're not half-siblings through the moms. They probably, yeah. Interesting. Genetic, man. Didn't like this <laughs> my brain. <laughs> That's bananas. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, also, it's you made me think of this when you were just talking about how it's crazy you saw those 19-year-olds like that. Yeah. I mean... There are countries, not really countries, more like terrorist groups that <laughs> use child soldiers, you know, like oh, they, yeah. they kidnap children from their home, drug them up, and then they hand them a gun, they say, go kill some people. <laughs> yeah, you see, like, you think 18's young for Israeli soldiers? Like 12. 12-year-old 12 yeah, no, yeah. Hamas <laughs> children. Well, I mean, I'm thinking more like in Sudan. I that don't know. too. Like oh, some, the army or the or like like no not like, the army uh, like like, like militia groups who like, oh, like kidnap uh, children. I've seen some up. I've seen some hi, uh, Hamas hype videos with like children. They're like yeah, yeah they got summer camps. AK. They literally got summer camps there. They're called <laughs> summer camps. <laughs> Fucking AKs dude. and like burning tires and shit everywhere. It's, it's awful. crazy. That would be like low key like let's say forget the motivation for doing that like wanting to kill civilians or Israelis like just doing that as a summer camp would kind of be fun. True. Kill with a gun. I mean, like, definitely people would. Somebody's getting killed on accident. Yeah, definitely, because <laughs> you have children with weaponry. Well, maybe it's good supervision. Yeah, I hope so. I don't want any. <laughs> of them to get, I don't want any of the children to get shot. Here's an RPG. What if like the child just accidentally shoots like the leader of Hamas and just like did our work like our work just got cut out for us? That'd be a, thanks to a fucking child. That'd be just, a good day at the. Uh, that would just be office. like you get replaced. Be like ironic just because, like, you know, yeah. they gave him the gun. You know, speaking of RPGs, I think in Thailand, you can pay to get taken out to a field, get handed an RPG, and just blow up a cow. Like a living cow. A cow. What? Specifically. Like, Are there any other animal options? I've only heard of a cow. It's like it's a good size. Yeah. That would be a sign. And you just, <laughs> you, like, the RPG just hits its stomach and, like, it's all, and just, like, explodes and its guts go everywhere and then i think you can like drive by it and look at what you did it's kind of expensive though i think like a thousand bucks maybe definitely i would do it crazy like i would do that for like uh my honeymoon i'd go with my wife a lot of people go there shout outs to my future wife you have to be down to go blow up a cat with me (laughs) (laughs) that's like like let's say like you're dating this woman for like a a couple years right and this has been a deal breaker for you but you haven't mentioned it because you didn't know like you weren't considering marrying her up until like a few years into the relationship. And you're like, okay, I'm really considering this. Like, so you ask, like, what do you, you go to this? And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> not my soulmate. What if she's vegan? I, not what, my soulmate. You wouldn't have dated her for two years if that was good. I mean, here, here are a <laughs> list of things that my soulmate needs to have. Okay. First of all, they have to be cool with me blowing up a cow on our honeymoon. Yeah. They have to be cool with us naming our eldest son, Ja'ul. Okay. Can I ask why? Like, like, what does it rep- like, I don't, no, like, what does it represent? It's just a cool name. Okay, no, I, I get that. Jaw, so it's J A apostrophe O O L. So like okay. jewel, but with an A in the middle. No, but like O's instead of U's. Jaul. Yeah, same stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they have to be cool with that. Um, 
And they have to let me make my kids Jewish. So even if they're not Jewish, they have to be down to at least let me get, dump the kids get in the, the mikvah. mikvah. <laughs> so I want Jewish kids. Abigail, my grown girlfriend, told me the idea of naming my kid Jaul is oh, ridiculous. Really? Oh. But hypothetically... Oh She's not my boy. No, no, it's not that. Hypothetically, like, if, you know, th- that somehow we ended up, you know... Yeah. I bet I would be able to convince her. Abigail, I could Yeah, I feel like her. down the line, there's time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if convince. we reconnect in, like, ten, like 20 years... Mm, that's a long time. Like, 10, 15 years, I'd be like, before, you know... Let me bring, let me bring it back to you. Ja'ul. Ja'ul? Question mark? And I think she'd be like... Yeah, it's a cool name. Yeah. Is she cool about the RPG? I haven't told her about it. Okay. I'll ask her before she listens to this I bet you would. And by this point, as she's listening right now, she'll have already said yes. Got it. Jen, what's your criteria? Would oh, now that doing, you've experienced American American woman and Israeli woman, what, what do you need? What's your wife from... material? We now I, I guess I could like, like bad option or whatever. I, I want to bring like because there's both good. There's there's good. I want to bring like good things from both. Yeah. So like Israeli women are really like really strong. <laughs> you want a woman who can, like, like freakishly strong who could like, like physically or like mentally. I want a woman who who will go up to the waiter when I didn't get the right order, you know, and be That's like, "Excuse me, excuse me, my She's husband, like, ah. this is not this is not the right thing." Um, That's fair. That's a good one. Like a yeah, someone who's direct. Yeah, I, I do want someone who has like a like a goal in life, you know. That's like that's important. Like it could be like a. Uh, like a like a job goal or just, I guess I can. Whatever, whatever she wants to, you know. It's yeah. actually so true. Like you want you want to marry someone with aspirations. Yeah, that's actually not even. That's just how I feel about anyone, like that I would date. You know, like I don't want to yeah. date someone who's just like. Because boring. I, I'm not. Gonna, I think in my what I've seen a lot of Israeli women like work at home, like not like doing jobs, but like yeah. Uh, I guess they like a lot of them just end up opening like nail uh, like nail salons in their homes. Oh, really? That's yeah. Cool. Um, but I feel like that's like a like a not not basic, but you know like a. You want them to have a dream. Yeah, I guess. For example, like my dream is to convert to it, like Islam and go see Mecca. Oh yeah. It's not, but like it could be, <laughs> yeah, could okay. be a dream. I guess yeah. That was a random example. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> What would you say is the best characteristic of an Israeli and the worst? Obviously, a bit of a generalization, but let's hear it. No, but it, that was definitely like they're really loud. <laughs> Do you, you don't fuck with the loudness? No, I yeah. I can't stand loud noises. What? Like, <laughs> Coming from Colorado, everyone's so like mellow and quiet. I got here, and I can't believe how polite people were here. Like <laughs> people are I, polite in Colorado. Oh yeah, no, like hundred percent. Like I, I was even the rude one in a couple of situations that I've been in so far. <laughs> He's been indoctrinated exactly. in the Israeli way. <laughs> so, they're they're very pushy. So like, if they need yeah. to get somewhere, they will have no problem. Israelis cut in line, also. Oh yeah, zero shame. Like I was oh, yeah. cut in line just by strangers multiple times while I was there. Oh in Israel, yeah. yeah. You gotta like assert your dominance. Well, I've learned <laughs> to just not like ignore it but like yeah like I, every time i do it i'm like i know that from my something. dad you know like israelis are always like taking the shortcut you know whether it's like a yeah, line or something shortcuts else. yeah or, like, taxes <laughs> exactly the israeli mafia like in miami is, there, is that a thing yeah yeah 
What? Yeah. Dude, the Israeli mafia. What? Yeah, they're in my city too. What? Yeah, yeah they basically run my city. <laughs> no, it has, bro. What do you mean? What What does this mean? I, I don't know too much about them. Uh, what I do know is there have been, very rarely, but there have been shootings in my city. Oh, okay. Um, But like, for the police example, I'm pretty sure they're compromised because... You think they're? I've never. They pay them off. Hundred percent, they pay them off. I've never oh, had no. to deal with the police. Uh, I know people who have gotten out of certain situations due to their connections. Yes. Interesting. Especially, especially like serious ones. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna say this in the podcast. <laughs> like <all>. murder. <laughs> murder on my. I mean. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know. Do they have like a big fat guy who runs it, or is he more like He's an just... Israeli CrossFit guy? No. <laughs> There's no people. He's definitely bald. Crossfit. Yeah. Yeah. All of them are bald there. Yeah. Facts. It's like you either have a short like haircut with the side shave and some weird shit on the top or you're bald in Israel. <laughs> if you wanted to know. What if you just Jane's have the flow? What? Kinda, Jin's kind of rocking it. But I, I, I got started. More flow. Yeah. Getting into the or it's just the shade on the sides here. Yeah. I was I like, I really hope I don't see just Jaden with a buzz cut when I come back to. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get one in a year. They shave it all off when I go to the army, which sucks. yeah, they is that that's the thing they do. Right? Yes, for what? They cut for what? like all their hair because they like if they don't want you to like get in the way of your eyes or whatever. Oh, I would have thought it it's was just more convenient. like a psychological like no individualism. One no, that's like team. what they did in the Holocaust. <laughs> they like shaved everyone's heads, even the women. Yeah, but that was the, like but women don't have to cut their hair. Uh. I think do they get it shorter? I think they get it to like a certain, or they have to wear it a certain way. I, yeah, I, like a I th- but the Holocaust was more dehumanization. Armies do it. I feel like for like uniformity. Yeah. And Ex- yeah, like unity, strength. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. Um, There's actually like whole programs about like you un- and like why you're fighting that they do in the Israeli army. They do like a week of just going around to all these sites in Israel. It's like Pro- propaganda week. <laughs> That's like tourist week. Just like shoving down the Western Wall and all that shit. Just take it in. This is what you're fighting for. This is the. If we lose this, you suck. <laughs> you failed. Yeah. So. Oh my God. As Do they do they show you Masada? Isn't uh, I see a lot of soldier lot like of groups saying, who go to Masada. Masada like it's a trip. Will, it's, it's, I think it's part of that thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Does it happen um, before you go to the army? Like it's like mid. It's like. Part of training. It's oh, like okay. you do it to complete it or whatever. Yeah, you go to that's Masada cool. and they they make you chant Masada will not fall again. Yeah, oh, really? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it used to be all the soldiers, but now there's a lot of soldiers, so I don't think it's all the soldiers. Yeah. And like half of them don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> half of them are like, why not? Why can't Masada fall? <laughs> there's nobody here, man. <laughs> Nothing's happening. <laughs> uh, another thing that they do in, in high school is the, the March of the Living. Is that what's called? Yeah. Oh, do you get to go on that trip? Like, well, so it's, it's, it's where like, they take you, you go to, to, the, you to like a, the concentration camps in Poland. You go to Poland. Oh. Um. And then so, like it's like an Israel delegation. You like going with Israeli flags. Why do they call it March? March of the Living, because you march like in through the uh, and you're alive. Do you go through just like to say one? fuck you? To no, no, you go through a bunch. Mm. Um, it's like an American thing too. You go to like, but you don't Poland. You go to Israel, I think. But but you fly. So it's not like a march. No, I mean like you fly yeah. to Poland, you fly, yeah, but then you march in. And you're like, just, we own this bitty, even though it's Poland. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck, fuck this place. But mm, yeah, but you kind of like do it as like respect. 
Well, I know, but like, fuck that. This place existed, but also this is like you're walking through where like your ancestors were. That like, yeah, that fucking yeah. That's wild. But Weird. I don't think it's gonna end up happening because of COVID. That like they were, sucks. they told they had we had like a meeting at the end of the year last year, and they're like, uh, it could happen or it can't happen. Depends on a lot of things, but now with this new variant probably not yeah like Delta's messed up part of our Israel trip that we went on we were supposed to go to Poland before we go to Israel but they cancelled it cause like Poland I don't know what's happening there with COVID it's probably not doing well. Honest, yeah. honestly I'll find my way there at some point cause I need to see the definitely camps. there's like yeah March of the Living trips like it's like a whole organization I feel like honestly whenever I do birthright maybe I'll like go yeah. there first you definitely should go there with like a, a group you know. Like going there with random people, you probably could connect, but going with people is probably just like a, a lot more. Mm, like to the connection. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Birthright doesn't go there though. No. It's like a free. T- it's only 10 days. I thought it was like two weeks. Yeah, but you live it up in those 10 days. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you get free plane tickets and you can just like delay the plane ticket back so you can just stay in Israel longer. Hmm. Very nice. And do fuck shit, whatever. Yeah, so. When would you go on birthday, right? I don't know. I Next summer, I'm like definitely going to Israel. I just don't know doing what, if I'm just going alone with my family or. You could just send it to birthright. Or, there's also Onward, which is like an internship program you can do after birthright, where you're there for like the whole summer. Yeah, I've heard about it. I know a so, kid who did that, yeah. He said it was just like, it was like work for a couple hours every day and then. At the bar by five. Yeah, it's like a joke of an internship, but you, but you gotta be. <laughs> yeah. So, any uh, American Jews watching, uh, get on that. How how's it? How does it feel to be back in Denver? Is it like? It's nice? weird. Because um, it it's, it's, it hasn't been. It's been two years since I've been back. Yeah, because mm. COVID. It's it's almost a lot of things have changed. Like, the not climate. just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not just like architecturally, but also like. Like when I was in downtown Denver, that really freaked me out. The Why home, the homeless it, problem there? It, it is uh, pretty bad. Like, I, oh I, yeah, like next to the Capitol building, like let, Civic Park. See, like I was there and I was like, I don't feel safe at all. But is that it, it like, makes sense because homelessness is just not really a big thing within Israel. Is uh, it? Like, how it, is it in Israel? In Tel Aviv, it's the worst for sure. Yeah, like in the big cities is worse. Right. Yeah. But like um, Rehovot is it not? There's not really. I've seen people. like one or two every yeah. once in a while, but not really now. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's just been recently, like, in the last couple of years, here at least, that it's just gotten... Well, yeah, because Denver's gotten a lot more expensive, too. That That's definitely part. And COVID, too, definitely. So it's, like, expensive to live here and if, like, you know... You yeah, I feel like it was it. a lot... I talked to some people in the hotel, and, like, it was, like, right when COVID started hitting, it started, like, going up. Oh, yeah, definitely homelessness, yeah, increased during COVID, and, for sure. I mean, you think Colorado's bad? Basically, the entire state of California is insane because, one, it's really nice weather. And if you're homeless, like, it's better to be somewhere where you don't have to worry about, like, freezing. To mm-hmm. death, yeah. And, two, like, they're decent services. Yeah, like, there's higher taxes, meaning you probably get better Although it, public service. But it only works to an extent because there's so many people that not everyone can, like, yeah. reap yeah, true. There's a massive population. Yeah. Like, there are certain neighborhoods that, like, just smell Yeah, like bro, you think it's bad poop. in Denver, bro? Don't go to Los Angeles or uh, San Francisco. San Francisco is the worst. Because San Francisco oh, yeah, San Francisco is bad. It's, like, <laughs> there are literal neighborhoods that smell like human feces because people just have to go to the bathroom in the streets. It's insane. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Get your act again in California. <laughs> I remember in Chicago, uh, 
and it gets cold there. Like, oh yeah, they kept finding just people frozen to death. Oh, yeah, that's like yeah, that's that's rough. at least in like Los Angeles, they don't die usually. No, yeah, because they're of just there's around. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why there's that's probably why there's a bigger population. Yeah, exactly. To an but extent. that's the crazy thing, right? Like, if you're homeless in LA, like, yeah, there's a lot of homeless people, and maybe obviously not the safest, but you don't have to worry about the climate. Like, even in Denver, people die. And during storms, yeah, because like we have four, we have four seasons, you know. Exactly. So it, it changes. But yeah, would you think you're gonna move back here or to America? What are you thinking? That's like far down the line. I have <laughs> no idea because I still yeah, have the army yeah. first. I want to travel first, but like, I I'm very conflicted. I love there, I love here, but I feel like here's changed yeah. a lot too. Yeah, there's a lot of cool places. Like the thing about America is, you'll get so many different things in so many different places that you know. It's big, yeah. I, I do love how big it is here in Israel. I wouldn't say you're boxed in, but like, it's a, mo- a lot more crowded. Do you know <laughs> where? Do you know where you want to travel after the army? I really want to go to Japan. I don't know why. That'd Not be Fuji, sick. Go skiing, go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuji February. That's what it's called. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like if, apparently, like Japan in February, like it's almost like a like a migration of skiers just head there. Oh really? Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, I know a lot of Israelis like to go to, like, South America after the army. And Central America. I saw yeah. a lot of Israelis in Guatemala. Really? That's oh, yeah? so funny. Yeah. I, I, like, wish my Hebrew were a little better. Or I'd check up a conversation. But, yeah. Yeah. I was, it's, it's so cheap there. Yeah. And it's, like, pretty. So it's, like, I wow. Know. Israel doesn't have go. too many, like, nature destinations, you know? Sure, they got, like, in Getty. Yeah, yeah we don't have, like, work. crazy things. We, have, we got desert. And yeah, the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is cool. What else? Uh, the, the like the two mountains and the Golan Heights. But those mountains are like, and they don't allow people like it's not even ours according to like international <laughs> law, <laughs> disputed territory. Yeah. Like what? What do they say? It belongs to Syria. The government can't even function <laughs> in Syria. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, that's kind of shambles. And uh, I was talking. Uh, I was in Colorado Springs with my friend Robbie. Shout out to him. And we were talking to his neighbors, and like one of their family members like visited Lebanon because like. And they're Christian. Like, there were, used to be a lot of, like, Christian Arabs in Lebanon. And, mm-hmm. like, it used to be, like, the Paris of the Middle East, it was called, like, before the 80s. And now they said it's, like, so sad. Because, like, was that, uh, it's, like, a mess there. Did they be, did, like, did you visit before the explosion? Or? Oh, I think it was, it oh, might have been after about, like, the, the Beirut explosion. Yeah. Crazy. I wrote about that. It was, did you, it was, like, a, I think today was, like, the, like, year anniversary of it. Really? That it's it happened. Years How many people died? 200. It was a massive like explosion, a ton got injured, and apparently, though. like, it's not confirmed because they haven't taken responsibility. But it's because like Hezbollah was storing like ammonium nitrate, which is like an explosive chemical oh in the God. warehouse, and then it erupted that they were gonna use for something. But yeah, I don't know. It probably wasn't handled with the most care. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Their safety precautions aren't, uh, <laughs> you know, top notch. That reminds me. The other night, you ever like just go back and just research some like tragedy in history just because yeah. you're curious about it yeah i was looking at stuff on um, based on 9-11 and when the towers actually like collapsed it registered as an earthquake that's really? that's how powerful it was and oh my the gosh. crazy part about when it collapsed right is no matter where you are in new york city you can look up basically at the time and you could have seen the towers you know like yeah. for blocks and like oh yeah miles, it was that right? tall so basically when they collapsed you could just hear 200,000 people simultaneously just, like, scream out. Because they're like, oh, my God. That must have been crazy. Yeah, and then when it collapsed, like, 
people only think about the towers, but like the streets just became flooded in that like white smoke, dust. Yeah, not dust. even smoke, but it was like dust that was a combination of like metal, electrical yeah, wiring, shit, yeah. human. Wasn't also like it was uh, it was made of what's that material they used a while ago? It was like, like deadly. Yeah, I mean apparently over a hundred types of cancers have been caused by what that, like yeah. came from that. It was but the U.S. government will only recognize sixty. Yeah. They don't want to pay. Yeah. I remember there was, like, this whole um, argument in, like, the Congress for, like, to give more funding to, like, the the firefighter, like, memorial fund that, like, pays families of, like, the victims. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. So, Jaden, because you're an Israeli and a Zionist, what do you think about the Jews doing 9-11? Do you think they did it? You need stop bringing it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's true. We, we talked American about it on our last did. episode. <laughs> Jaden knows too much. The Jews did not do 9-11, probably. <laughs> maybe a little bit but <laughs> it was mainly the saudis okay it was actually 21 hijackers wait were there no it was 18 oh are you saying the three yeah okay, okay. gotcha yeah um oh. anyways want to do mount rushmore no, i'm down uh which we do something that j hmm. top four qualities of like israeli of israelis of israeli life of Israel, yeah. Top okay. four best parts of just like living in Israel. Yeah, we'll let Jane start. <laughs> uh, um, uh, if anything, like number one is it's like it's like one big family. Like anybody will help you there. I guess if you're like in some sort of true, like anybody will run over if there's like a, a traffic accident and just start helping out and stuff. Definitely, uh, that's one of the, one of the most important ones. I think. Definitely, because, like, America's more individualistic, and, like, Israel's becoming like that. But, like, you know how, like, Manny, like, us living in America, like, when you meet a Jew, like, anywhere, like, in, let's say, like, a public, not, like, a, not at, like, the Jewish day school, but, like... There's a connection. Instantly, you know? Actually, you're like, oh, you're Jewish? Like, you're automatically at least, like, more dude, friendly. When my, bro- when my and brother like and I are in Guatemala, in we stumbled upon a Chabad... Oh, yeah? Like, this guy basically said Chabad's, like, all across the world. So we oh, yeah, were like, oh, yeah. my God, is that a Chabad? Let's go in. Yeah. And it was, like, a Saturday. And people were just in there, and they, like, offered to feed us. We are like, how are you? Like, come sit down. Let's talk. But, yeah, religious Orthodox Jews are so, like, welcoming, too. Especially. Yeah. Yeah, very... so. It's because we're, just, like, a small community, you know? You just, like... And it's also the Jewish way, you know? You learn from all Hospita- home and yeah. let people in. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's just, like, everyone in the country, basically. Yeah, cool. they already set up a Chabad in Dubai, actually. Like, no, really? Uh, already? Right. They're yeah. quick with it. They're bro. Quick. Chabad is on it. Yeah. <laughs> are there Jews in Dubai? Like, a lot of the Chabads are just like, there's Chabad in like every city just like for Jews like traveling by. So there must be like one or two people running it. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe like, some people like move there already for like jobs and shit. Like, they're uh, Jews yeah, who, no, there's now that there's like trade in uh, between the tons of countries. Planes going over there now, yeah. Yeah. That's all. It's like. Everybody wants to go there now. So, like, when you got your Israeli passport, were you like, okay, now, even though I was American, like, I can't visit these, like, countries in the Middle East because they can see that you're a... I guess I was thinking about that, but, like, I was, you know, I think I was, like, I was, let's say I was 12 when I, when I came to Israel. Yeah. And uh, I guess I didn't know anything too much about geopolitical... And I, yeah. and I doubt Iran was on his, like, <laughs> yeah. wish Iran, yeah, but, like... Just the countries, like the more moderate countries, we've now made peace with, like Morocco. Like I know my dad because his family's Did Moroccan. Did he not go to Morocco? No, not now. Now they can. Their first flight from Israel to Morocco was like 
a few days ago. Your dad should go and like visit. I know. So he was really happy when the the news came out about like the peace deal. He's like, I can go to Morocco because he couldn't really. Wow. Even yeah. though he's like an American citizen too, it's like they see that too risky. Yeah. And like we might kidnap you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, two. Wow. Food for sure. Oh yeah. Cool. Life. Yeah. My schnitzel. It's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My schnitzel. <laughs> My schnitzel and lava. Um, it's not. It's more. Uh, I guess it's less commercialized there. So you have like Definitely. you have real, like yeah, food like that comes from a like, person you know and not from like a some CEO exactly who's just trying to get out everything you can. That's like, yeah, that's true. Actually, you see, like, just because like America is such a big country that like these big corporations they want to get bigger and bigger, and you see like ads and like they try to make it as cheap as possible, fast as yeah, possible, like, like, frozen food. So yeah. Also, if you don't know what a lafa is, look it up and you'll understand the joke much better. Mm-hmm. Hello. You put you usually, Yoni. <laughs> <laughs> you usually put the schnitzel yeah, on. Check the Check out the YouTube if you want to see what I was doing. Um, uh, Alright, I like that. Number three. Hmm. I guess I gotta say just because I turned 18, the drinking laws. <laughs> very, <laughs> very valid. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah, for us too. <laughs> when we were there. Um, I don't know about number four. I'm gonna have to come back to me for number four. Yeah, Yoni, do you think okay. we should uh, split our amount? Or yeah, we can do two, two too. It's fun. It kind of sucks when you turn 18 because like, I'm 18. Like, for you, you actually get a a year of, like, drinking and not being in the army. But most people, like, right when they become an adult, they're like, oh, I can, like, party and shit. But you have to go to the army. Yeah, but he has no one he can party with because all the kids in his group yeah, are Yeah, but he can get them the shit, you know, low-key, illegal. I'm not saying most to the, do it. Most but... of the kids have been drinking there since they're about 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, Shabbat. They're dude. really good at finding <laughs> just so much of it. Scavenging. Uh, yeah. You want to come come back to you yeah sure okay do you have yeah i'd say the first thing i love about israel is the juxtaposition between tel aviv and jerusalem like tel aviv is very modern one of the most expensive cities to live in like really fun nice beaches great food and then they got pride week yeah like super liberal and then jerusalem is like this like weirdly like conservative it's all tan all the buildings are like sand colored yeah and it's like just like ancient like the old city's like ancient obviously like tons of like i think they call it like jerusalem brick that most of the places are now there yeah it's like that uh they like want to keep it like a certain seizure break or something i don't know yeah you think it's it's like the government kind of placed that into like effect like hey you got to make your buildings Uh, actually yeah yeah it is like that actually yeah Yeah, they want to keep the aesthetic um and it's just crazy because they're very different like tel aviv there's most young people prefer to live in Tel Aviv versus Jerusalem. For Jerusalem, Tel Aviv is kind of like the now of Israel, but yeah. like Jerusalem is basically the history of why we're there. So I just think it's cool, like two very big cities that represent two very different. Definitely, lives. it's like our equivalent of like everybody after college wanting to go to New York here. You know, yes, we go to Tel Aviv kind of versus like going to DC. Eh, it's not. it's not the same, but it's obviously not the yeah. same. It's cool because like how far away history. from each other? Like an hour, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv? They're pretty close. Yeah, like an hour half and a half hour, drive. Half hour, actually. Half hour, yeah, yeah. If there's no traffic, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I would say mine is, I'm not a communist, but I did enjoy being at the Kibbutzim. <laughs> and I hadn't really gone to Kibbutz with my family when I visited, like, with them, only when I went on this student trip. But it's just cool, like, the community. Like, it's already, like, 
good community in Israel, but just like, I don't know. The lifestyle just seems chill as fuck. Mm. You know, like if you just want to like relax, like detox, if, like if you're having a midlife crisis, like there's no better place to go. Yeah, like they'll accept you. You just have to like do some work, like pool included. Like, it's really like the Israeli way where they just share everything, kind of. Yeah. Most of the ones we went to were like communist, communist. Like there's ones like our tour guide who's like, you own your shit. Yeah. yeah. But like you share stuff, like the communal stuff. So definitely. That's why. My next one would be the fact that Israel is the innovation Fuck, nation. I was, ah. The innovation nation. As you were starting, I'm like, that's a good one, and then you said it. <laughs> yeah, so what I we went to like a museum that talked about all of these things that Israel had invented. Yeah. But more than that, before the Jews uh, returned to Israel, or Palestine, you know, whatever you want to call it, before they returned, no one did anything in the Negev. The Negev was literally, you couldn't live in the Negev. There's no water. We literally have water in the Negev. How? I don't know, but we figured we it asked out. that we asked each other that several times. And they have like really long pipelines coming from the north. I exactly, which way, is very impressive. Do, like, and they also do what? Like desalinization. Yeah, it's all very impressive, right? And in 1948, the UN came up with the partition plan. Or 1949 was it? No, it was 88. Um, they came up with a partition plan to, you know, give Israel part of it. But the reason before that, they basically sent a delegation to the land. To just kind of survey it, see if like the Jews really could do it. And they went to the Negev, and we actually were at a location where they went, and they just saw like all these plants just in the middle of the desert. And they're like, What? If, like, if the Jews can do this, then I think like we can trust. I remember them to... one of the kibbutz guys was like, Yeah, like the, the pioneers, uh, the Jewish pioneers who came before the state of Israel were like, We gotta like make this, like, we wanna like establish something here so that when the UN comes, like make it look nice to see that like we're using this land and that, well, and that was more even, than the Arabs were well, at the time too. They, they didn't expect to get the North of Israel, you know, yeah. they were like, we'll use what we got and we'll take the desert, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. the UN came and we're like, okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that thought innovation nation. And then that didn't happen. And they were like, fuck it. We'll have it all. Independence war. Um, so did you plus 1967 war? Yeah. All right, my turn for, for number four. Um, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. Just like the vibe. I don't know. Just the, like, oh wait, are you, okay. What? Can I try to put into words what you just said? <laughs> okay. The fact that everyone there is Jewish. Yeah, I mean, Jane already kind of did that, so I want to do something like else. Damn. But yeah, I mean, that that plays a role. I would say just like. Um, I don't know. Just so like, are you trying to say like you can go up to anyone and just strike up a conversation and just like chill out and up chill and hanging out with them for the rest of the night? You mean? Yeah, yeah. Like a stranger. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people here are just like so like doing their own thing. Yeah, you know, people, down. exactly. And they're like not like very like outgoing or like open. I'd say Israeli men are a little too outgoing, but like... oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I think Israeli women like when they see American men because they're like nicer. Shout out Asaf. From Are You the One? I watched this reality TV show and an Israeli man was there. He, oh. he he brought the party. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. You know That's what I like. It's like even if like you don't have to even be in Tel Aviv, just like the spirit. Mm-hmm. They're a lot more uh, cool. Like you'll have a fun time in Israel. I haven't heard of a single person who like went there and was like, oh, it was depressing. <laughs> but if you went to like Iowa, <laughs> Iowa. No offense to Daniel. <laughs> Is Iowa even real? <laughs> 
Yeah, the guy was tell real. us. Shane, Shane's oh, like, not he's not here to defend. <laughs> he's from a mysterious land. Um, or like what? Kansas. Shout out to Isabel. <laughs> or, uh, I was going to say Dorothy. I feel like Dorothy is the only important thing to ever come out of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> he just snapped on him, bro. <laughs> and Patrick. Shade. Is he, is, is he from Kansas? Isabel's going to hear this no. and be like, what about me? Anyways. Um, I doubt she listens. True. I feel, like, if I tell her that she's mentioned on the episode, which now she is, she'll listen. Oh, hey, Isabel. Hi. Viewer. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. Okay. Back to you. You got you got one more, bro. All right. I'll go with. Um, I learned how to. Uh, one thing I really learned how to do was, I guess, it's kind of similar to the invasion thing, but f- like figure out if something doesn't work, like we end up, uh, uh, yes, like figuring out a situation. So, uh, this is just a simple example. Um, go to the beach, right? Yeah. Uh, most people would like drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they will take as many buses as it as they like as they can to get to the beach. Like yeah. they'll end up taking like four or five buses just for maybe a couple hours at the beach. Like they're they're very committed people. Uh, if, like if they want something, they will Hard. get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like my dad always says. This plays into the innovation thing too. Is like. Think like an Israeli on it. He always says that to me. He really does. If I'm like whining about something or if like something's not working, I'm like, yes, could you help? He's like, think like an Israeli on no, it. I'll never forget. Uh, Problem solved. 2020 NBA playoffs. Me, Daniel, come over here to Yoni's house. Oh, was it the to bubble? Watch a Nuggets yeah. game. And TV isn't working. Yeah. In the basement. So we go upstairs and like we try to fix it for like 10 minutes. And it's dad's like, why are you acting so oh, yeah, American? He was so mad at yeah, me. Yeah, he was like, you think like an Israeli, fix it. An Israeli child could fix it. <laughs> and I was like... He's like, second graders are learning Python. Look at you. <laughs> you can't even fix you a TV. Even, yeah. And yeah, and he was like, I tried. Jaden, can you tell us, since you like you were in the Israeli education system, do they really teach kids that young of an age, like technology stuff? Well, I was in sixth grade, but like, are you talking about Python? Yeah, like coding or just like I don't know anything. Uh, like I think they had a like a weird like coding one in sixth grade. Hardware. I kind of remember it was like something with monkeys, but not too much. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just gonna assume my dad's over exaggerated on the second graders. Yeah, but like I can definitely see them like incorporated into education. I just know like, like I, my dad in Beersheba in like the '80s. Like it was one of the first computers. Like in high school, he, like he went to the computer lab with his friends and they fucked around a lot. <laughs> I see that they do that there, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So, debunked, you see. Suck it. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Jaden. No problem. We got our first four guests, I think. I would say. Yeah, Pretty sick. Welcome, man. We've been wa- I've been wanting to have, have him on forever, and we were going to do like a Zoom, but I'm glad he came. Yeah, I think it's coming He literally guy. came here. Just for us. He just yeah. for us. flew across <laughs> we, the country. We actually paid for it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we paid his flight and everything. Sponsored, Sponsored by, think, yeah. yeah, thanks, Very nice thanks to you guys. We're rich as hell. Um, yeah, I mean, our podcast. Patreon is popping Oh, off. yeah. That, don't you forget, know what, you know. Don't forget to subscribe to that. <laughs> to our Patreon. We can always use more Adam to our thousands of Yeah, I mean, we Patreon use it. Members. It's business. We're not using it to, we're not taking the profits for ourselves. We reinvest it into the podcast. So just know your money goes, more goes places. Keep in mind, you sign up for the Patreon, you get a special episode once a month. Yeah. Anyways, uh, subs- uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe yeah. to Apple Podcasts. Follow the Instagram. Follow the TikTok. And have a we love you all. Very nice day. Shabbat shalom. <laughs> Peace out.